All right, so welcome to the 2015 NBA Trade Deadline special. This is Kenny Ducey alongside Kevin Kelly. Kevin, what a trade deadline this is shaping up to be. Yesterday, I was so skeptical of this trade deadline. I thought it would be a quiet trade deadline. I didn't expect much, and here we are. It's Ennis Cantor going to be going to the Thunder. Reggie Jackson's name is being thrown around. Goran Dragic wants out of Phoenix. This is... This is spectacular. This has to be the best trade deadline in recent memory. I mean, I know we're counting on a couple of things to happen in these last 17 minutes here, but I, re- I really am excited. I think we're going to see Reggie Jackson is definitely going to get traded. They, they're, I think the backup deal now is the Nets, but now they're, they're searching for other options with him, maybe trying to get, in, get Indiana and Utah involved. We'll see what happens with that. I'm, I'm just really excited. Well, your Jazz need to get rid of Ennis Cantor. I think that's yes. for sure. I, I want to discuss just, I mean, first of all, Aaron Aflalo, we didn't talk about, going to the Portland Trailblazers earlier today. I really like that. Wes Matthews is a great shooter, and that just adds to their bench depth. I mean, that Portland's trying to re-gear. You had, uh, you had Andre Miller for Ramon Sessions, because that's, I mean, that, I didn't understand that. I mean, it's like that was what, a weird one. Non-news, I, you know, both two, two non-contending teams, but um, that was around the same time. But Thomas Robinson gets traded again. Mm-hmm. I like that move for Portland. Do you? I, I like the move, too. They really did need to bolster that depth. They, obviously, they're giving up a decent bit, but I don't think they got totally robbed on it. I think both teams are going to benefit big time. He has that player option next year. We'll see what, what he'll do for them. It, it'll definitely be leading that bench unit, and they need scoring from the bench. Myers Leonard has been playing pretty well, actually, but if you can add a guy add a guy in there who's going to add, I think he had four, averaging 14 points per game this year. That's solid. Yeah, I mean, he's a great scorer. He's not really too old. And he can play great D, too. Yeah, and, and he'll play really well alongside Damian Lord, I think. And like that's They're going to elevate his play, too, I think, because that Portland team is fun. I think their chemistry is great, and I think playing along with them is just going to make him want to play even harder. And they play with a lot of tough teams, too, Kevin. Um, one team not playing with a lot of tough uh, opponents in the East is the Nets. They are so active today. Of course, we're in New York, so we should really be. Uh, we'll be checking in on them throughout the deadline when the deadline passes, etc. Um, but right now, they could be moving Brook Lopez and Jarrett Jack, getting Reggie Jackson, and we dis- we've discussed this on the podcast before. Any sort of future asset that you can, get, any young person, yep. any pick that you can get, uh, is great for you and. If you can get a Reggie Jackson, they want to build their team around Reggie Jackson. Give him, give him kind of control of the team, it's man, funny. you know, yeah. which is weird because he's not that good. Yeah, we don't think. I mean, he, look, he's talented. He he has some potential. We don't really see him, you know, doing great things for this team. But I mean, he's a great piece. Maybe you know, two three years down the road. The the only problem is like. Can you convince him to come to Brooklyn? Yeah, and see, that's the thing. It seems like he's warming up to that idea. I saw a couple of tweets before saying that it sounds like he might be willing to commit long-term. And that's not such a bad thing. If you can put some guys who can space the floor a bit, he can penetrate and kick. He can. He's a good player, and it is nice just to see them trying to get younger. We see that Kevin Garnett finally accepted Kevin that Garnett trade. Kevin Garnett is now going to the, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Going back to where he that came Thad Young from. is going to the Nets. And all of a sudden today, that the, the, the Nets... If they get Reggie Jackson, they could be in a good spot here for the next couple of years, which is, which is surprising. In, I didn't think there was any way they could swing this. And also another player coming over in that Brook Lopez pl- trade, if it gets finalized, is Perry Jones. Perry Jones can play. He had a really nice start to the year when a couple of guys were out. He gets injured and comes back not quite the same. They have a bunch of other pieces. They like to play a little bit more. I think adding those guys, I've, Perkins comes over as well in that proposed deal. He's a guy they probably try to send somewhere else or just keep him for that expiring. And Reggie Jackson just went to Detroit. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jackson has gone to Detroit. Phoenix and Miami are discussing Goran Dragic. This is, of course, according to uh, Waj, or Woj, that we will be citing him all, all uh, afternoon. That is shocking. And with the way the Pistons have kind of played this second quarter of the year, I mean, he could provide a boost considering you have DJ Augustine as your starting point guard right now with Brandon Jennings on the shelf. Reggie Jackson maybe maybe uh, can, contributes to some of that success. I feel like Brandon Jennings might have to be involved in this trade. This is a bit of a weird one. He Woj did mention about 15 minutes ago that they were a team that was pursuing Reggie Jackson hard, the Pistons, that is. 
And this is incredible. I'm really interested to see. And Mark who's Stein in this just deal. reported that Goran Dragic is going to Miami. So th- this thing's flying at us right now, Kev. This is awesome. This is what I want to see from a deadline. We've been here. All we've been hearing for months is that all the action got finished when you know Rondo got traded. Those early trades in the season that we weren't going to see a big deadline. The new structure of the NBA season, it's it's done in a way that prevents these kind of moves. But we're seeing all kinds of stuff. There are disgruntled stars and superstars, depending on how you look at Dragic. This is a lot of fun. I'm just excited to be a part of this. So I, I was really, yesterday, or yeah, yesterday, and maybe the, the night before, we were thinking Drogic, he's got a list. It's maybe up to seven teams. I think that he might go, you know, he wants to go to the Knicks, and the Knicks, were, you know, maybe they're going to get desperate. Maybe they're going to be the Knicks of old. And, 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 of course, that turns out to have, you know, they have no assets. So that turns out to be Hardaway and Calderon and a first-round pick. And, obviously, we read, and we're not sure yet what the Heat have got, but we read that it, this was a huge haul. I mean, it was, oh, what yeah. was it, two first-rounders? I'll have to go back and look. It was two first-rounders. Norris Cole was Birdman. in there. I think they were going to put Birdman's contract in. The interesting thing about this, too, just looking at in, t- in the context of the whole league, there was a report earlier that the Pistons were looking, taking a hard look at Norris Cole. So now Norris Cole won't, probably won't be shipped to Detroit, especially if they just signed Reggie Jackson. So this is that's an interesting thing to watch as well. I think Norris Cole's going somewhere at the end of this day, I, though. I think so, too. They, they don't need another guard there in Phoenix. So Phoenix probably has a trade already in, in place to reroute him somewhere else. So you've got... Now, this was uh, ESPN reported about an hour ago that it was uh, Cole, McRoberts, Birdman, and two first-rounders to the Heat. That was the... Uh, from the Heat. That was the, the package that they were offering um, the Suns. Mm-hmm. And... It would be weird for the Suns to turn that down, and it would be dumb, I think, for the Suns to turn it down. I think everyone can agree. So yeah. if that's the package that they just got back for Goran Dragic, I mean, they, wow. I, and I was sitting here, and I was like, you know, are, are there really that many great assets that anyone on Goran Dragic's list have? I mean, you look at the, the Knicks obviously have nothing. I really didn't see the Heat having a, a ton to give up, but I think these these uh, two first rounders are um, 2019 and 2021, if I'm not mistaken. Th- that's what they were going to the road. There were two. There were two options. They had to make another move to make the two picks be 2017 and 2019. But it's more likely to be 2019, 2021. And so that's really far down the road. The Suns are looking more to the future. The Heat have pretty much just guaranteed that in a you know a few years they're not going to be the team that they're going to be for this cu- this little stretch here. Now I, I want to really quick. Go to. Um, I mean, we, we haven't had a trade yet with the with the Nets. I mean, besides the Garnett trade, um, if the Thunder manages to land Brook Lopez, that's a scary team, Kev. I mean, that's that's the guy they need. That's the guy they're missing. They have a point guard. Um, I mean, when you have Ross, I mean, they're. they're t- I don't think they're two guard spot, even though it's not really so like totally solidified. It's not really. Mm-hmm. Roberson's fine there. Uh, then you have Durant, Ibaka, Lopez. I mean, that's. That's crazy good. That's a great lineup. I just don't know who the net the Nets would want now for Lopez. It's this could be a bad thing. Now the Nets are getting into that range where they might not be able to get rid of any of that big three that they've had on the block for so long. You still got Williams, Joe Johnson, and Brooke Lopez, and they could come away. We we were just raving about how they could be actually making some good moves here. And now it turns out they don't have enough to get Reggie Jackson. The Pistons are that team that steals him away. And, of course, Miami plays, guess who on Friday? The Knicks. So that would be, uh, um, I will be making, oh, actually, no, I won't be there. I'll be in uh, North Carolina. But that's going to be a fun, fun media circus around Goran Dragic. And one thing to watch here, too, is he, he there's might no resign. guarantee yeah. that he resigns there. So that he could be in real trouble if this doesn't work out. He decides he doesn't like the teammates he has there. He can go anywhere he wants. They're counting on that extra year, an extra $20 million being the difference. There is no guarantee that he's still going to be there. I think that a lot of... Uh, I, he's on the list, though. I think that's what Phoenix really w- was looking at. I mean, the, the, were, he wasn't going to re-sign with Phoenix, and he. I think he, they were just trying to go to one of his list teams before they lost him. And I, I mean, I think that if he says he'd play in Miami, I think he will. But, I mean, look... Who knows? I mean, they have Luol Deng, and they kept Luol Deng, which is a big part of this. That, I mean, yeah. they didn't have to treat Luol Deng, which is big, but um, I can't see that team. The East is weak, but I, I mean, that's that's not like... If Dragic went to New York, they'd have to give him probably max money. I mean, even if he went in free agency, mm-hmm. they could be $90 million, four years. I'm not doing that. But 
you look at what the team could possibly be. I mean, you look at a number one draft pick or a number two draft pick, and then um, another guy, maybe a wing brought in. So you bring in a wing, Drogic, and a big man to go around Melo and whoever they'd like to throw it to. Maybe it's Calderon they throw out there mm-hmm. to start, or, or if they keep Hardaway, whatever. I mean, that's that's not a bad lineup for them, but they're going to get a point guard. It's just maybe not Drogic. I mean, I would... There's no guarantee, but I'm, I'm betting that Dragic resigns with Miami. I mean, he said yeah. that he wanted to go there. It's interesting because orig- so they, they originally started looking at some of those teams that had more of the assets, like the Celtics. And I looked at that, and I was just like, you just traded one 28-year-old point guard away, and you're going to try to bring in another one. I know they don't have – Rondo relies a lot more on his athleticism than Goran Dragic, Dragic does. But I just thought it was an interesting move for them, and he was very unlikely to re-sign with any of those teams outside his list. It's tough to convince a guy in a few months to stay with the team, especially when they're most likely not going to make a good playoff run. So this whole situation is just fascinating. I think that um, to go to the Nets now, um, it was reported about a half hour ago that there's strong belief in Oklahoma City that Reggie, or excuse me, that the Nets deal will get done. We're going to find out soon. They haven't committed to the Broke Lopez deal, according to to Woj. Woj, Woj, Woj. Woj. Um, we were actually debating this before the show, <laughs> but um, they also were discussing maybe acquiring Ennis Cantor. So right now, and you had a bunch of hot Ennis Cantor takes before the show. Right now, it's Ennis Cantor versus Brooke Lopez. Who do you take? Go. I <laughs> so if I'm the Cantor's team, younger, I would, Lopez is better. Cantor's younger and he's about to get overpaid. Lopez at least if it doesn't work out, if he gets that injury that a lot of people expect because he's very injury prone, at least it's only for that extra year. He has got the player option for next year which I believe is 16.7 million. It's a a shorter term risk. With Cantor, you risk overpaying him for a long time because somebody is most likely going to offer him a a big offer sheet. Maybe not max money, but it'll be close to that. So is it really worth overpaying Ennis Cantor? We'll see how that works out. I think I would choose Lopez in that situation. I mean, obviously, for my own um, personal reasons, I would want Cantor to be shipped away because the Jazz risk getting nothing for him, essentially, at the end of this year. And Utah, according to Woj, is finalizing a deal to send Ennis Cantor to Oklahoma City. This is fascinating. So I'm looking at this. Right on cue. Right on cue. This is fascinating because they already sent Reggie Jackson away. What it looked like before when um, the Cantor trade was proposed to Oklahoma City is that a team like Indiana was going to get involved and it was going to be a three-way trade that landed Cantor in Oklahoma City. Now I really want to know who's going to the Jazz. It says Kendrick Perkins. Perkins. Perkins, of course. The yeah, Mitch McGarry, the Mitch McGarry at least era, maybe? a pick or something. Mitch McGarry may be in there. That'd be interesting. <laughs> Reunite uh, Trey Burke and Mitch McGarry. They, it can't just be Perkins uh, and... Cantor straight up. Cantor is worth more than that, even though I have my doubts about him. So it's a three-way deal with Detroit. Um, so that would mean okay. So the, 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 I, I can't wait to hear like what I'm the in, final leg of this. But I think what's happening the Nets, here the Nets is the Nets just missed out on trading Brook Lopez to the Thunder. I mean, talk about what is in this package. I mean, the the, the uh, Jazz must have thrown something in this package. or, or, or I mean, why is Oklahoma so, City taking so Cantor over Lopez here, right now, Kevin? So what's happening here, clear in my mind, is Detroit is sending something to the Jazz because the Jazz can't just be getting Perkins out of this. So I I don't know. They go, I think they're going with the younger guys. They, they're they looking more towards the future, I guess, here with going with Cantor instead of Lopez. It's This is not necessarily a win-now mentality, and Cantor might not be the presence you want on that Oklahoma City team. So Perkins, do you think he's going to get bought out and then go to the... That's a possibility. Uh, Jared Dubin just says go to the Clippers. That's a... Interesting. Big man, Doc Rivers Rover. would... I'm sure Blake Doc Rivers hurt. would want Doc to get him back. Wants Perkins. That, that's that an interesting move. Well. I just... I really... I'm, I'm really interested to see what the Jazz are getting out of this other than Perkins. Uh, Kyle... <laughs> Kyle Singler is going to Oklahoma City. That still doesn't give us the answers we Kyle want. Kyle Singler. Kyle Singler can play a little bit. That's an interesting guy He's to bring off the bench. That that a- implies that they're shipping somebody like a Perry Jones away, though. That's what I'm expecting to hear. I don't know which bench team wing. he's going to end up going to, or you know maybe Roberson. It's this Kyle Singler. That's interesting. So Detroit is in this as well. So Kyle Singler, according to Woj, is headed over to Oklahoma City. Along with Cantor, so okay. So now you've what you've got Cantor or you've got Cantor and McGarry. 
down low with Perkins gone, um, mm-hmm. and then obviously Baca too. Well, you have so you Adams when he comes and Adams back when too. he comes back. I've, that's why I think it might hurt. be likely that either Adams. So I four but really like Adams, so it might be McGarry that's also going McGarry's away. A, in this McGarry's trade. more of a power forward, I think. Yeah, though. he's more of a power forward. So, so you have two centers and two power forwards there. One could be gone, and now you've got on the wings. You've got. Well, Lamb is is still a project for them, but I mean, who? I mean, they were talking about sending him with Perkins to the Nets, so maybe he's gone in this deal. I mean, yeah, who knows? It's a, that's a definite possibility because he's one of those guys that a lot of teams still think they can revitalize his career. He hasn't had a great start there in Oklahoma City, but maybe a fresh place does something very good for him, and he can get his career going again. What do you think? Um, what do you think this does to the Nets right now? I mean, uh, this is. I, for the Nets, I they, really... They really wanted to get rid of Brooke Lopez. Yeah, I think this is extremely disappointing. I, I hope for their sake that they had some sort of backup plan, but here we are two minutes away from the deadline. We're not hearing anything. Obviously, still sometimes, last year, obviously, we heard the uh, Evan Turner trade happen, you know, it happened before the deadline, but it only came out 25 minutes later or so. So maybe something like that happens. But now the Nets aren't getting any younger, really. They add Thad Young, who's only 26. Woj Woj just tweeted, and he just—I mean, this is a just a classic Woj bomb. He just said, "This could be a giant deal going down. More teams, more players." Wow. So what does that? That mean? means wow. This is really interesting. It, it, it probably implies there are no. I mean, something like I, I don't think maybe Norris Cole is in this one, but Norris this, Cole's not a giant player. It's not. A giant oh, you mean player. giant in terms of size? Giant okay. in terms of size when you're adding these teams, because I feel like the Suns could be a very possible addition to this one. Maybe you send like a Norris Cole to Utah or something as part of this. But by, by the way, just before, because you brought up the Suns, Dragic, Wade, Dang, Bosch, Whiteside. That's that's a good starting five right there. In the that's East, a, in the East, in the East, that's you, a good can you imagine five. having to play? Because they're probably not going to get much higher than the six or seven seed, maybe in the East. They just they just stumbled in the Whiteside this year. It's someone, yeah, they are probably going to make a big run in the playoffs with that that squad. That's incredible. You, like they just put that all together. Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, Wade is, resting is resting. Like we've we've seen Bosch what they can do. Good. Can you imagine if the Cavs played the Heat in the first round? That would just be... That would go to seven games. Yeah, absolutely. And I wouldn't doubt the Heat would win that. And that would just... That would be really amusing for me. I mean, I'm taking white... I mean, the the Deng can guard LeBron. Oh, yeah. I'm taking white He's side to dominate Mozgov. Mm-hmm. And then and then you've got that Bosch... Um, you've got that Bosch-Kevin Love matchup, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, I mean, it's like... Wow. Dragic... Milwaukee has traded Brandon Knight to Phoenix. And now Brandon Knight's a free agent at the end, unrestricted free agent at the end of this Very year. Very weird. I feel like this has to be a part of a bigger deal because Phoenix doesn't want more point. They don't need more that's guards. To, they're the trying Woj, to get Woj, Woj, by the way. That's according to Woj, yeah. They're trying to get more time for guys like Archie Goodwin and Tyler Ennis, who they just drafted. So I don't think what? this is the end of this. I'm I just, just saw can, something fly by about the Sixers acquiring Isaiah Thomas. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know if that was real, but I don't know why they would go that direction. But that could explain why Brandon Knight would go to Phoenix because they get rid of one of their one of their guards. They bring Brandon Knight in. Michael, someone just said Michael Carter Williams traded to the Bucks. Whoa, uh, that was um, uh, a Sixers reporter. That could also explain and the Isaiah. Isaiah I'm Thomas seeing thing. Isaiah Thomas's name. I mean, this is this is this is one of the worst days to have a tweet deck because it's just like things just fly. You know what? <laughs> You don't know because you don't use Twitter. You're on my Twitter. But you know when, when you're trying to favorite something or retweet something and then it's like it just flies right by. It, that was just the speed of lightning. Um, that thing went by. I, 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 okay, here we go. So Stein says Brandon Knight to Phoenix, Michael Carter-Williams and Tyler Ennis to Milwaukee. Wow. Isaiah Thomas and picks to Philadelphia. I feel like what probably happened here, Milwaukee. Is, there, is, there, any, is there any trade deadline in the last, like, Eternity that that Philadelphia hasn't gotten picks. I th- yeah, this is this is nuts, <laughs> and this has to be the best trade deadline we've had in a very long time. I'm just really interested. I feel like what happened here is maybe Milwaukee, as soon as they realized they couldn't get Cantor, because they were the leading contender to get Cantor from Utah, maybe they switched over, decided to go a different direction here. They, I mean, they have a bright future if they start mixing it up a little bit, getting some more young guys into the fold. This could be a great team going forward. That that is a good Milwaukee team. Yeah, it's almost like Woj can't tweet fast enough all the stuff he's hearing right now. I, like, I feel like that I is really a, like Ennis. I like Carter Williams. Yep. And, Obviously, and Parker Phil- comes back next year from Phil- injury. And on the other side of things, Philadelphia is in a top five position. They could draft Moutier or Russell, and yep. I think it's expected that they might. 
So they could, I mean, they could very well restart at point guard. They're keeping their options open. They obviously they probably didn't feel like keeping Carter Williams was the best move. And I know a lot of people have been worried that all this losing basketball could develop bad habits for him. Now he goes into Milwaukee, who's a good team with playoff aspirations. They're gonna, they might make a nice little run here at the end of this year. The Sixers getting Isaiah Thomas. The Phoenix has traded Isaiah Thomas to the Boston Celtics. Okay. Woj tweets. So that means... I so wonder he's if he, not going to Philadelphia. He's not going to Philadelphia. I wonder if that means... Wow, more teams... They have Marcus Smart, though. Yeah, well, he can play... The, be, can play the best the thing about Marcus Smart is he can play off the ball. He's shown he's he a can good make shooter. some threes. And he's, he's and a good wing. He, he could defend the wing, too. He could defend the wing, and he could also defend the point. Isaiah Thomas, not as great on defense. So if you're going, you're going into town, you're playing a great point guard, as there are so many in this league, you might not want Isaiah Thomas on their point. So you switch over Marcus Smart, and he's going to be one of the best defenders in the league, I'm guessing, in a few years. And you, now all of a sudden, like, no trade for the Nets, no trade for the Knicks. And and I, I'm sorry, I have to bring this up because we're in New York, but I mean, Phil Jackson said there was going to be an active deadline for the Knicks. Yeah, and they so those two teams left out of it. I think it was actually better for the Knicks to not do too much here. I think it's they're looking to, forward to the future. They're looking forward to this draft. I think it's good to kind of sit where they're at. The Nets, I think the complete opposite. I thought they should just completely blow it up. Any trade they could find to get any to look toward the future is the best move for them. Because even if they sneak into the playoffs, I think they're 21-30 right now, or 21-29. Even if they sneak into the playoffs, that's not the best thing for the Nets. New York has traded Pablo Prigioni to the Houston Rockets, according to Woj. That's interesting for the Rockets. I, I feel like they probably felt like they had to make a move with all this deadline stuff going on. We're th- Obviously, we're three minutes past the deadline, but all this stuff still flooding in. I think that makes the the Rockets were definitely looking for more, some more help at point. They were they wanted to get Drogic, but he said he wouldn't resign there. They were looking possibly Reggie Jackson. Cristiano's nice. He's a nice guy behind Beverly. Right. I think that's a that's a solid move for them. And wow, Philadelphia has traded KJ McDaniel's. This is according to Woj to Houston for Isaiah and and a second round pick. Wow. I think KJ McDaniel's. <laughs> He like, There's an so interesting article. So if anybody good. hasn't read uh, Zach Lowe's uh, expose, I guess you could say, on KJ McDaniels and what he did with his deal, you should go out and do it. Because he basically bet on himself. He figured he could get a huge deal in a couple years. He took less money for, for now. KJ McDaniels is a great piece. Him going to Houston is a, a really interesting. They're, they're building for, it seems like they're building for this year and the next few. And the Knicks are getting two second-round picks, according to Lowe's. That's not bad. That's actually more value for Prigioni than I expected. Yeah, two seconds. That's I mean, that's that's Phil Jackson doing something good there. I mean, and you saw that the Knicks trade uh, turned a second round pick into Clay Anthony early last year, and as well as Thanasis. Well, they they bought a second round pick, but Thanasis is okay. Um, and I, yeah, they, they were talking about bringing him up soon, right? I don't, I don't think they're going to, um, which is smart. I think they're going to save his. They're going to. He's he's a long term option for them, mm-hmm. so there's no reason to waste a, a rookie year on him this year. Um, but they, I think they'll bring him up next year. But regardless, two second rounders for Prigioni, you got to be happy with that. Yeah. And yeah. now you look at the, I, I what's going to happen next? Yeah, <laughs> it's I know. Just an insane <laughs> deadline. Because I'm, I'm half expecting another trade to come through that we haven't even heard any of the details about after, like we we had last year with the Evan Turner deal to Indiana. There's still a lot to happen here. I mean, this trade deadline has me thinking existentially right now. <laughs> I don't even. I, 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 I'm just like speechless, and it's 3:05, and we know that there's another trade coming. Like you yeah. just know. It, it, it last year, we had the um, the Danny Granger trade happen. I think what 3:30 mm-hmm. ish. I think it was right around 3:30. Might have been a little bit before. I think we had actually gone off the air, so it probably was just about 3:30. Yeah. Because then we hopped back on really quick and did a little bit on that. So I think we have to wait on that to, to see um, to see what what else is happening. But I, I just have the feeling that there's one more trade, but. I mean, look, the Knicks got the Knicks got rid of, rid of Prigioni, and th- that was something they wanted to do. They wanted to shed Calderon, I think, and don't think that um, that's necessarily happening. But um, we'll, I mean, we'll I just I, I want to talk a little bit more, if if you're willing, about this KJ McDaniel's trade. Sure, no, oh, I'm all in because that just seemed that blows my mind. I saw <laughs> there was somebody who reacted pretty poorly to that. It feels like Philadelphia got barely any value out of that when KJ McDaniel's is one of the most promising prospects out of this <laughs> past just draft. tweeted, good lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that means more is coming. I hope it does. But yeah, KJ McDaniels, clearly, I mean, I think he was the 35th. He was, he was very early in the second round this year. Um, probably around the 35th overall pick. He gets, he's on a favorable deal for now. I think he's worth a lot more than what Houston gave up to get him. 
I think that, yeah, I, I think well Isaiah Cannon is intriguing to me, but I don't think that. Hold on one sec, just for clarity. The Thunder just got DJ Augustine, according to David Aldridge, in that Utah oh, OKC the, Detroit deal. Okay, that makes Steve some Novak sense. got traded. Steve Novak from got, the how Jazz. About that? He was in there. Okay, Novak to the Oklahoma City. That's wow. They, they could use some extra shooting. That always works. I'm. Uh, who are you hearing that from? Uh, David Aldridge. David Aldridge. Okay, cool. He was the one who first uh, tweeted about the Minnesota and uh, Brooklyn trade with Ke- Kevin Garnett. So he's getting in there again. The Thunder got Steve Novak. That, that, is, that is the biggest, biggest headline to me, that the Thunder got Steve Novak. That's, that's interesting because uh, I know the Jazz liked having him because he's one of those. They never played the, him, though. They rarely played him, but he's just a great presence, a good guy to have around. He Recently, he got a little bit more burn, and he was playing fairly. He can just shoot the lights out, so it's fun to watch him play. I think that's – now I'm seeing Novak to Detroit, so maybe he's not going to OKC. Wow. It's uh, taking a while for all this to settle. It, it's – Hold on, the Sixers are getting the Lakers pick that was owed to the Suns, which is protected one oh, through five year. as part of the Mark Carter Williams deal with the Bucks and Suns. So that's that's what a top five pick? That's a well, so it's top five protected. So the Lakers, the Lakers are almost guaranteed to get that this year. They didn't do anything at the deadline and their team is not good right. enough to win games. So the Lakers if they if they Tank there, so right, but so if they tank, they have their own pick. They have their own pick, and that's, but if the Lakers fit, if the Lakers are outside of the top five, the Sixers end up with, with their a lottery pick. pick, another lottery pick, which is incredible. They have another hinky dude. Oh my yeah. goodness! <laughs> wow. And as part of the Brandon Knight deal, uh, Miles Plumley is going along with Tyler Ennis and Michael Carter Williams to Milwaukee. Can I just say that's according to Woj? Can according I just say Woj. I love what the Bucks are doing. I think this, the new ownership. I mean, even bringing in Jason Kidd, this is—they're really building something. I have my doubts still, and I was one of the original ones who said that I didn't think Jason Kidd was as good a coach as some people said. I—I I think they're taking a lot of steps in the right direction, developing these younger guys, even picking up Miles Plumley, who the Suns haven't given a lot of minutes to recently. Is a nice. It's it's a clearly a nice move for them. They could use more depth down low. They just they just bought out uh, Larry Sanders. So yeah. this is good. I think. Ooh, I you know I, it's so hard to digest all this. But it so far, that. I mean, we we discussed KJ McDaniel's a little bit. Um, Isaiah Cannon, I I think will work very well with. I mean, it'll be two young guards next year. Mm-hmm. I think I think that'll work well. What's like the, so far? Because we're at three ten and we're still. Like having heart attacks here. Yeah, stuff. Oh, Alexi Shved just got traded to the next box out. Yeah, I was. I just bought. <laughs> I wanted to let you go see Woj, that one before Woj I said it. Wow, that's that's weird. Do you think that was part of the, that's part of the Prigioni trade? Be, then? It could be part of the Prigioni. If if the Knicks got Shved and two second rounders for for Prigioni, that's a haul. Yeah, that that means that the thunder. Expect. That means that the Rockets really wanted <laughs> yeah, backcourt yeah. help. That's. Yeah. More guys to you know dish the ball to their best players. This is... Shved, I'm going to look up Shved's contract situation right now because yeah. I'm not very clear on that. But I, I, I mean, he, you, he, he's he's good though. Yeah, absolutely. Shved, he's he's moved around a decent bit recently. I mean, last year I believe he was with the Timberwolves. I, that could be a nice move for them. I I just like that the Knicks are focusing on getting he's younger, 26. and that's something that our other New York team, the Brooklyn Nets, aren't doing. They tried to. But they just—they're not really managing to make the moves they need to. They're still stuck with a couple of guys that aren't going to help them in the future, who are deteriorating. It's disappointing the Nets couldn't get anything done. I think what happened here is they probably just got too focused on that Reggie Jackson trade, and they didn't start looking at backup plans for when that fell through. So it looks like they thought they were really going to get Reggie Jackson, and it just didn't happen. Okay, so Shved is a restricted free agent. Looks like this after this year. Yeah. So this is his last year of the deal. He's got four million dollar, uh, four million dollar hit this year, and then he's a restricted free agent. So, what? It is that a tank piece? Is that a guy you're signing next year? That's a guy you can sure. just take. You can take a look at, and it's what the the Knicks are doing. Good things. They're looking at younger players. We've had on our podcast multiple discussions about the Lou Amundsen thing not really making too much sense. But other than that, the Knicks have really been looking, making sure they get a good look at some of these younger guys. And I think he's another guy you should take a good look at, see if you want him for the future. Woj now tre- uh, tweeting as well that for Isaiah Thomas, Boston will send Marcus Thornton and a 2016 first-round pick via Cleveland to Phoenix. So interesting that the, the Suns actually wanted uh, Marcus Thornton in that deal. 
But I, I guess we'll see how the rest of that, what the rest of the terms of that deal are. So Stein tweets here: Six, Sixers went from taking on Isaiah Thomas in a three-team deal with Milwaukee and Phoenix to letting the Suns send him to Boston instead. So, look, the Sixers are still getting that that the the Lakers pick this year, unless the Lakers finish in the top five. And look, it's not. Um, I haven't checked, but I, I'm pretty sure that it's not like a it's a, not a lock right now that that they get that their own pick, but. They are doing it's, poorly right now, and I think what they're they're fourth with Nick. They've Young lost six a, in a row. <laughs> Nick Young running the offense, you know, Kobe's out, so you lose a couple of those games where he just goes hero mode and completely wins it for you. I think the Lakers are in a really good position to keep their pick, and that was the. I think that's why they didn't want to make any move for Dragic before the uh, before free agency because it just didn't make sense for them. You you get a couple extra wins, then you lose that pick for this year. That's one of the best things the, the Lakers have going for them. Is building with that top five pick from this year? They'd have to they have to make up like five ge- or five games on Orlando. Orlando's seventeen and thirty nine right now. The Lakers are um, thirteen and forty. So they uh, maybe like three games. But I and mean, I just it's, don't it's see not, that. Happening. And that would be that would slide them into the fifth worst chance to land the first overall pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would have still a tw- a thirty percent chance to land a top three pick. So while it's likely it's not like a done deal that the Lakers are getting that pick, but I mean we can expect that they are still though. I mean that's not that's not a bad asset to get back if you're Philadelphia, and they are getting a lot of picks. The Pixers, we will call them. But um, how about the, uh, the picks tape here? Getting Shved losing Prigioni, the two picks in the second round. Um, the Nets to recap, if you're joining us just now, they trade Garnett for um, Thad Young, which was a, a mm-hmm. cool deal for them, but weren't able to move Brook Lopez at least as of now. We don't think um, so. There's the there are the the two deals really that we were expecting mm-hmm. after the. De- I mean, we're still 13 minutes after the deadline, and we're still getting trades that are uh, filing in here. And the other thing, um, the one we expected obviously was Phoenix shipping away Goran Dragic. If you look at what Phoenix is doing now, they're, so they're sitting at 29-25, really, you know, have a good shot at making the playoffs. They completely blow it up. They Now it looks like they're going the other direction for this year. They send Isaiah Thomas away. So they still have, you know, a good core of Eric Bledsoe and Markeith Morris, but it doesn't look like they're thinking about this year at all. So here's what here's what um, the Stein just tweets, speaking of the Suns. So... Um, they recently offered Drogic for Brandon Knight, and the Bucks said no. Now the Bucks have Mark, Michael Carter-Williams and Ennis for Knight. We were talking about the Suns. They get rid of... I, I, don't, I don't understand them anymore. I, I, this was... We've talked about on the pod. This was my favorite team in the NBA, the Suns. And a lot were, of fun to watch. A lot of fun. They had three awesome guards. They had Thomas. He was a great offseason pickup. It's almost making me cry at this point that they would deal him to Boston like this. I was I, I was ex- po- I was expecting this kid to be running this late fourth quarter offense in a big playoff series, and here he is now playing for the the tanking Boston Celtics. Yeah, that's it's funny that Isaiah Thomas goes to the Celtics. I guess they're looking to make a little run to hop into the playoffs for this year because it doesn't really look like like Marcus Thornton's not a big loss. It's nothing for this year that's a big loss. So it looks like they're just outside the playoff uh, picture right now. It looks like the Celtics will hop in and just probably get thrashed in the first round, if we're being honest. So it doesn't you think they're going to hop in here? What's that? You think they're going to hop into the playoffs? The I Celtics? think so, yeah, probably with Isaiah Thomas pickup. They've been playing pretty nice basketball. Zeller actually plays pretty well for them. Olenek hasn't been consistent throughout the season. But I think the Celtics probably hop into the playoffs now. I mean, it, it's really interesting to watch. I know Miami's out of the picture right now, too. Obviously, Milwaukee, after these deals, I think they're clearly in the picture. They're not. They're they're going to stay. But I think the Celtics could hop into the playoff uh, race right like very really quickly because Isaiah Thomas is a nice player. Avery Bradley is a great defensive player. Marcus Smart's a great defensive player. They have some nice pieces. It just doesn't make sense to take on two and a half years, well, a little under two and a half years of Isaiah Thomas. I don't know if maybe they have him moving somewhere else that hasn't been reported yet, but it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, it, it's confusing. Um, we got a tweet in, by the way, from, or not a tweet, a dust, a cyber dust. A cyber dust, dude. Bonding your cyber dusts right here um, on the, the 2015 Pick and Pod NBA trade deadline special from Mooster Mind. He is happy that the Knicks are hanging on to THJ, Tim Hardaway Jr., and uh, of course wanted to. Um, Oh, sorry. Woes just. I got a Woes tweet, and it was just clarifying the spelling of like she's fed. <laughs> um, 
wanted to get Dragic, though. I think a lot of Knicks fans wanted Dragic. And to tell you the truth, I'm not sure if either... Because they would have either had to overpay in free agency for him, or mm-hmm. they would have had to give too much up for him. And, and I, I wasn't about that. I, I, I'm a Knicks fan. I'm not about giving up Calderon, a first-round pick in 2018, and Tim Hardaway Jr. And keep in mind, the Heat's offer was better than that. So you would yes. have had to maybe give up two first-round picks for Goran Dragic, just so you can give him a big contract. He's not like he's 25. He's getting up towards 30. Mm-hmm. I- I'm not doing that. And, and he, just a side note, he comes off as a bit of a prima donna in this situation. He, he absolutely picks three does. glamour markets for places he wants to go. And he it, that's just an interesting side story. And he's not getting treated the way I think a lot of other players would get treated for acting in this fashion. But um, to go back to keeping Tim Hardaway Jr., I agree. I think for Knicks fans, that's a great thing. I don't think... You want to send him away. He's one of the young players who has some promise. And he has some value, too. He has more value than, I think, what he what the Knicks could get fetched for him now. And I think that's a very good thing to just, you know, keep on the course they're on and just keep looking towards you know, the, the near future, trying to build. I think the Knicks are finally, you know, making the right moves here. I think that, and Norris called New Orleans for John Salmons is another trade, according to Mark Stein, that just beats the buzzer. John Sal- what, what would the trade deadline be without John, John Salmon getting traded? <laughs> I feel like that really does happen all the time. He's been. I wish we. I want to find his list of teams. I think he's been on a couple of them more than once. I, I'm but. pretty sure he's he's like been <laughs> traded every single deadline. Yeah, it feels like he's always on the move. He's got one of those contracts too. That here's know. what here's what someone just mentioned though, a Celtics fan on Twitter. I mean, you look at the Celtics right now. You can now get more time for James Young with with Thornton out, which is nice. True. And that's what they him. want to do. That's one of the, the good parts of this. I just think they could have maybe found somebody else that made a little more sense. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this will work out very well for them. I agree that getting James Young more time is a step in the right direction. I just don't know if you know taking time away from Avery Bradley and Marcus Smart is that step in the right direction. Well, we've got 12 more minutes or 11 more minutes now. The time just flies by. And this trade deadline special, you can tweet us at... Um, Kenny Ducey at WFUV Sports. You can uh, also Cyberdust in if that's where you are, um, if, if you're chilling. Uh, Kenny, plus Kenny Ducey on Cyberdust. But we're looking at uh, these, these trades go down. And, um, I mean, once again, the story here in New York is that Calderon's sticking around. Um, Darren Williams and Jarrett Jack and Darren, uh, Brooke Lopez sticking around in Brooklyn. They were hopeful for a big trade. They didn't get it. The, the Thunderland Ennis Cantor, which I think was... When we look back at this, because the Thunder... You have to look at what these teams are going to be doing. And the Thunder are going to have a prominent role in this year's playoffs with Durant and Westbrook playing mm-hmm. the way they are. And they're going to be a low seed. No one's going to want to play them. They're, they might know what be, what, six, seven, eight? Yeah. Now you're going to have Cantor down low with Adams and McGarry, too, off the bench. He's kind of emerged as a nice option. He'll be playing power forward. And, and then... You look at some of the other teams, the Heat we were discussing earlier, but we'll just mention that, that now they have Dragic, they have Dang on the wing, and, you know, and who's, who's their two-guard again? Uh, uh, oh, Wade. Wait, Are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> who's their two-guard? He sat so much that you can't even remember him. Yeah. And, and then, of course, down low, Hassan Whiteside and Chris Bosh. And mm-hmm. that's, when we were discussing Cleveland, that's a matchup problem. When you look mm-hmm. at... How I mean, th- th- that's a not a problem, but that's a very, very even matchup. With yeah. Whiteside down low against Mozgov, the Love-Bosch matchup, Dang can guard LeBron on the wing, and then Wade and like J.R. or Shumpert, uh, which is also fun because Shumpert can guard, and then your point guard matchup with Dragic and Kyrie Irving. Yeah. I, that's a fun series for me. I want that now. Yeah, two guys who don't play an exceptional... Uh, amount of defense, but it would be a great matchup. I want to see that in the playoffs for sure. And I think the Heat would just have more more to play for. Speaking in my of mind. the Heat, Woj, Miami sends Danny Granger, Norris Cole, Sean Williams, Jordan Hamilton, and two first round picks to the Suns for the Dragic. The Dragic brothers bouncing around again, both yeah. Goron and Zoran. It's cool that they get to stick together, I suppose. But um, it's, so Jordan Hamilton's gotten bounced around a lot. I think he's got potential. He's just never really found the right situation. Hearing, uh, by the way, uh, uh, Mark Stein had to stop this tweet in tweet tech. My goodness, uh, <laughs> hearing <laughs> Tayshawn Prince to uh, Detroit for oh. Yurebko and Datom. 
he was one of the guys the Kings were interested in. So that's an, another. The Kings it look, doesn't look like did anything. They were interested in making some moves. They didn't. They backed out of the Dragic sweepstakes as soon as they found out that he was not going to sign with them, and they probably would not be able to convince him. Now they walk away slightly empty-handed. I mean, they they did get uh, the professor Andre Miller, but other than that, they were pretty quiet. Now you look at the haul for um, for Dragic, and I mean, let's just like put this in perspective because you mentioned Jordan Hamilton's value. The two first-round picks is, I mean, yeah. And those big, also because Miami is probably not going to be very good when those picks come around. If we're being honest here, 2019, 2021, no Wade a lot Bosch. of those, no, most likely no Wade No, because he's only on that uh, that interesting two year deal. So they're they're probably not going to be very good at that point. So those picks could be really juicy. That's that's maybe what intrigues the Suns the most. But then, right, you look at what happened with Isaiah Thomas going out of town. You replace him with Norris Cole. I'm amazed that he didn't get shipped me. again because you've placed him, you've replaced Dragic and Thomas with Norris Cole and Brandon Knight, which doesn't really, you know, open up that that guard position the way a lot of Suns fans were hoping, and a lot of like everybody looking at that, you want more minutes for Archie Goodwin. They shipped Tyler Ennis away, so that's probably part of it. Hopefully, Archie Goodwin can get some more minutes now. So, you, so uh, I, there are so many trades. It's hard for me to process. So Brandon Knight went to the Suns. The Suns, as I understand it. So Knight and Cole, according to reports, we'll mention. Knight and Cole replace Ennis, Drogic, and Thomas, who all got shipped away, who are three of their top options. Hold on. So we mentioned Sean Williams. Sean Williams is now, apparently, according to Woj, as part of massive my deal. goodness, quote, going to New Orleans. New Orleans oh always God. needs some help on the wing. So... New Orleans picking up a couple of guys here. I, I They're trying to make a push now, especially with the Suns dropping out of the mix, because I don't think I the Suns will make the playoffs now. I still now. think with Brandon Knight and Norris Cole and Bledsoe, and Bledsoe mind, and Morris. Can't forget about Bledsoe. That guard spot was already nice. Uh, look, I just they, don't think... You, do you think they'll make the playoffs? If you, your gut decision right now, do you think the Suns make the playoffs? Because I think now it's much more likely that New Orleans makes the playoffs. But it's probably going to be OKC over both. They have AD. I, I want to see Anthony Davis when, in the playoffs. I want to see IT in the playoffs. I want to see Isaiah Thomas in the playoffs. He's on the Celtics. But he, he, He'll get in on the east side. Sneak, yeah, I guess I'll sneak in the eight. It's just... Uh, he was such an exciting player for the... I mean, remember, I remember even just watching that Rockets-Suns game what, about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um and and he lights it up. He's really fun to watch. He's games. one of my favorite he's a players great cl- to watch. He's a great fourth quarter guy. It's especially. always exciting. Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a guy. New Orleans is trading John Salmons to Phoenix. Gordon Woj, um as part of that Sean Williams deal. But that's okay. a, that's a guy that um, you lean on a lot. Yeah, a guy like Isaiah Thomas late in games, and I would rather have Thomas than the package that they got Cole and Knight. I'd rather have that. Yeah, and on the heat note here, they still keep Chris Anderson. He wasn't part of that deal we looked at before. It was rumored ESPN to report that report that he was going to be part of there. it and his contract would be part of it. He's actually a nice piece to keep. They they don't like their bench is not depleted by this trade by any means. They still have some nice guys to bring off the bench. They're a scary team in my mind, especially if all these guys are really invested in playing together right now. They're they're frightening to me in the East. They could make a huge run as a six or seven seed. I'm thinking of um, like possible things that. Do you think that there are any teams in here that like could have hopped into a three-team deal and gotten a pick back, like the Knicks, like the Lakers, that didn't? Well, you know, team like maybe you know Sacramento, I thought would make some more make some more noise here. I think the Nets should have done anything they could have to to get something out of this trade deadline. I'm trying to think of other teams. Um, Atlanta was, you know, poised to stand pat at the at the deadline. The only thing that I heard was that maybe they'd ship away John Jenkins. They don't end up doing that. So there aren't a, a lot of teams are active. This is one of the most active deadlines for so your the Rebco, league-wide. Your Rebco is now going to Boston, confirmed by, okay. by um, a Celtics reporter, Matt Derry. So the, I think we'll see the Celtics in the playoffs, I think. We will have Isaiah Thomas in the playoffs, um, as you you, you noted. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's a good enough team. James Young getting some minutes. 
Um, now New Orleans is getting um, – or they trade John Salmons away. I, I, I think they could they could be able to make a push. I what, think they got Sean Williams in that deal? Yeah, they got yeah, Sean Williams. Williams. I think like maybe, whatever. you know, Charlotte's one of those teams, you know, we're talking, maybe should have made a couple moves here. I know that nobody wants to touch Lance How about Stevenson, the Raptors, apparently. dude? The Raptors for the also, Raptors. And they were one of those teams that was really looking around, trying to figure out. Um, I'm trying to think what the main deal that was um, associated with the Raptors was. But they they don't make any moves. And it, it did sound like they did because Terrence Ross was one of the guys that was talked about a lot, possibly getting traded. And then Ujiri comes out and says that he is not looking to trade Terrence Ross. I thought they might both. Oh, it was David West was the one that was uh, talked about, that yeah. they might go for Indiana swapping with David West. It's a good trade on piece. That. that would be that'd be great, and I think they should have included like a Terrence Ross or somebody in that kind of deal. And you know, I I'm disappointed by the Raptors. Not that I'm a fan of the Raptors, but I just I enjoy watching them play, and I think they could have used another piece to make a run, especially as teams like like they might be a team that would have to play Miami early on. A lot of those top seeds, you don't want to play Miami right. now. That's you don't the... want to play a couple of those lower seeds, like even Milwaukee. That's they might give you a series. Well, that's the weird thing too. Like, think about like we were just here making fun of Miami, you know, like uh, when they what they played the Lakers, I think, and it was like, oh, like who wants to see these two teams play? Yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, Miami's got a lot of intrigue, and Milwaukee is a team um, with with Carter Williams and whoa, Ennis. and it just comes through that the Pelicans are actually getting Norris Cole, so they ship away John Salmons. So what did the Cole. Suns get? So I don't know what exactly. So now, now, okay, so so now let's just do some patchwork here. So looking at the Woes tweets, the last three, um, you look at the, it was originally Granger, Norris Cole, Sean Williams, Jordan Hamilton, two first rounders to the Suns for the Tragics. Okay, mm-hmm. then it was Sean Williams is going to New Orleans. Then it was, um, and now you're saying it's Cole going to New Orleans? Yes, one of the, uh, the Pelicans beat reporters is saying that the Pelicans actually traded John Salmons for Norris Cole. So now I don't know if Sean Williams is any part of that or if Sean Williams is would, still on the Pelicans. I would think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't what know. The exact deal we we, we got to we got to we got to wait for some clarity. But I would take that makes more sense because I think I don't think you want three guards again like you had. Like I, I would Bledsoe and um, Bledsoe alongside Brandon Knight mm-hmm. is fine with me. I think Bledsoe, Knight, and Cole. You start to get it, it, it just things were getting mixed up in in Phoenix. And, and look, yeah. it, it's really no. I mean, you can't fault uh, Tragic Fun to leave because. He was kind of the the guy there last year. They're bringing Isaiah Thomas, and now all of a sudden, yep. late in games, it's Thomas. And yeah, all his his minutes are down, his stats Bledsoe. are down. He's just he wanted more control. So I don't I don't fault him on that. I fault him on some of the the way he's handled a little bit of it. But Ryan McDonough admitted the other day that he had maybe made a mistake in how he had built this team, and he said that it, maybe it didn't make as much sense. He thought that Hornacek could make make all those three guards work well together. But now he's you know taking a different route, and I respect him for admitting that maybe it didn't work out as he had expected. And now the Suns are going in a different direction, and I think that's a good thing. Um, I know you have to get out of here, um, mm-hmm. and we're, so we'll get off the air in just a couple minutes. But wanted to read this from our friend Tommy Beer from Basketball Insiders. Amazingly, is the tweet: Mello is now the only Nick remaining from the 2013 team won 54 games. 14 of those 15 players have been traded or waived in the last in, in less than two years. Wow. Yeah. Well, think about it. JR and Shump. And I yeah, they, tweeted this out the other day, too. I mean, Kenyon and Kidd now together on the Bucks, And then Kmart and Sh- – um, yeah, and then you have JR and Shump on the Cavs. And then mm-hmm. you have the three guys on the Mavericks, Felton, Staten, and um, Chandler. And now, I mean, that's like, that whole team is gone. And it was a good team, but it was old. And it, it makes sense, but at the same time, it, it just kind of blows your mind that that was the number two team in the Eastern Conference, which wasn't like a terrible Eastern Conference. No. By any means. That almost maybe should have beaten the um, the Pacers in that in that playoff series. And, yeah. And they end up now losing all, all those guys. But um, by the way, from what she says, Justin Hamilton, that Jordan Hamilton shipped out of Miami. Okay. So that makes a little – because I didn't know what team Jordan Hamilton was on. I know you didn't yeah. either. Yeah, I was a little confused on that. And also, so he's just clarifying that Oklahoma City is acquiring Ennis Cantor. I I don't understand if the Jazz shipped away both Novak and uh I'm going to click Cantor on the link right now. For only 
uh, getting Kendrick Perkins expiring in return, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I think there was more value out there, especially coming from Milwaukee for Cantor. Okay, so here we go. So the, the Thunder have reached an agreement to trade. Reggie is from uh, Reggie Jackson goes to the Pistons. Uh, Cantor goes to the Thunder. Perkins goes to the Jazz. Singler goes to the Pistons. That's it. <laughs> that's the whole deal. Wow. I think so. Something seems weird here. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's how it's going to end up, but it just doesn't seem quite right to me. It, yeah, it it isn't because like Kyle Singler is the only involvement that the Detroit really it doesn't. That, well, Detroit did just trade away DJ Augustine. Yes, to get back Reggie Jackson, and then I, I wonder. So Brandon Jennings not getting shipped. I know Stan Van Gundy really likes Brandon Jennings and liked what he was doing. There were some rumors he might get shipped away, but they keep him too. That Detroit team is another team that could be dangerous. Like they, they've got some nice pieces there. I mean, on the blocks, Drummond and Monroe right. are always going to be scary. Monroe, no leaving matter what. Monroe probably after this leaving. year, but well, he has his contract's up and yeah, yeah, probably leaving. But I mean, now you have Jennings in the backcourt um, when he gets healthy mm-hmm. with Jackson. Look, which, is, which is weird because Jackson, what he wants is the ball in his hands. He wants more responsibility. That's not so going to happen with Brandon with Jennings. With Brandon Jennings, that might not be. So that's why maybe he's one of those late trades that comes in, and we hear about it a little later, that he was gone. But maybe they might just be waiting on that. Uh, and then I, I guess to also another thing, uh, another component of that is OKC with Cantor, Singler, Novak, and Augustine, if Novak is, of course, going mm-hmm. to the Thunder. Yeah. So that's a, another OKC. Augustine Westbrook. Is, yeah, I, the one thing to watch with OKC is their chemistry isn't always there. Obviously, Jackson felt that way because he wanted out. We've seen in the past with certain things, Perkins wasn't always included. That was one of the funnier things that happened. But um, I just, I, I think a guy like Cantor, who he hasn't been totally you know, deemed toxic to a locker room, but he's hasn't been the favorite of some guys. Quinn Snyder obviously recently said that everything was cool with them, but he requests that trade out of there. It just sounds like everything is not well. Even though he was still getting a lot of minutes, the Jazz did not treat him poorly. He was still, I think he was still getting 27 or 28 minutes a game. Right. I mean, he, he was splitting with Gobert, but I mean, there were some nights he would play more than Gobert. Absolutely. I mean, most nights. And he would, yeah, and he would play very, he played very well, and I think they gave him his time. They gave him his time to shine. If they wanted to, you know, kind of hide him in the background so they could sign him on the cheap, they would have done that. They would have not played him as much, but they gave him an opportunity to prove that he can play. He had some big games. One of the reasons the Bucks were included is because he had a bunch of big games against the Bucks, and that's why they thought Kid might like him for those reasons. But that, it, really, a lot of interesting stuff going on. It feels like I, I I had to pay for this trade deadline. You know what I mean? Like it feels like something that was so entertaining that you'd have to they'd charge admission. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then, like, the Tayshaun Prince, like, low-key going back to the Pistons going with back. the Celtics, too. Like, that happens. And then yep. the Nets, uh, this is according to Nets Daily, the Nets feel they were screwed by Oklahoma City's late deal, left them without time to do other trades. You know what? I understand, but when we even found out about that trade early. So that means the Nets did not have a backup plan. And I <laughs> I fault them for not having something else in the works is another way to but do who, it. Well, wh- who else wants... Lopez, man, like that. There's yeah. what else is going to be in the works? I guess you know, dragging dragging the nets along for a little while is not the best. But they were. I think it's just that's just business. That's how it gets done. Yeah. Like they were just waiting for the best offer, and clearly they got the best offer in that three way trade where they end up netting Cantor and a couple other guys. Singler might be a nice player off the bench for them as well. So I I don't really fault. Uh, Oklahoma City for, you know, quote, screwing the Nets. No, that, I don't The either. Nets should have had a better option. No, yeah, I know it came from, you know, online. But the other thing, I mean, you, but you just think about the Nets, and we talked about on the podcast all year we've talked about this, they've had such a struggle trying to get rid of Lopez, they have no leverage. So the Nets have no leverage here. I mean, it's, no. they can't expect, because there's there's one team that they were close on a deal, they can't expect that that team's not going to go out and find better options, because the right. Nets have nothing else to increase. Like, you're not just going to say, oh, here's a first-round pick, because you have no first-round pick that you can trade. So it, 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 I don't understand why they're, not, they're so mad. But yeah. to your thing, I mean... Uh, I, it's not like they they have another avenue they can go to. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not faulting true. them for not having a backup plan because I'm not really sure that there was anyone out there who'd be willing to offer them a backup yeah, plan. You might be right about that. There might not have been anybody else. I just think they needed to get rid of at least one of those three guys. Well, think, I mean, think about it though. They've let the league know that Lopez is available for what a month, two months, and they haven't gotten anything Nothing. they liked. Yeah, I mean, there right. was there was that Perkins Lamb offer that one time. Mm-hmm. 
and that was, was it. Were the Rockets one of the teams that were might have had some interest in Lopez too, and they they make some other moves I thought, here? At the I deadline. thought I might have seen that somewhere. I'm, I'm not I'm not positive, but yeah, obviously that was just rumored. But I, yeah, this is wow, I, it, wild stuff. Really wild stuff. We have to catch a breath. Um, any any final final thoughts on this trade deadline before we um, we get out of here? And then uh, of course I'm sure another trade will probably come out. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Get out of here. I'm I'm looking forward to the dust settling and all of the specifics of each of the trades coming out because some of it doesn't make a ton of sense to me, and I'm looking forward to just understanding what happened. But I think a couple of the big winners here are the Rockets getting K.J. McDaniels, who if they decide, with the cap exploding too, if they decide they want to give him a big deal and he's really worth it, they're going to have this, possibly have the space to keep him for a while. I think the Rockets are a big winner. I don't totally understand what the Celtics did. I, I think getting rid of Tayshaun Prince is a good move, but bringing in Isaiah Thomas is a little weird. Miami, though, I, if, I, if I need a final thought, it's that Miami is going to be a scary team in this year's playoffs. I, I think that Miami is a big winner today. Mm-hmm. I also think that Milwaukee is a big winner because they ended up getting back Tyler Ennis and Michael Carter-Williams for Brandon Knight, yeah. and that's huge. I mean, obviously from two different teams. And they're going to have a couple years of those guys. It's not like this Brandon Knight where you have to pay him soon if you want to keep him. Now, I, and I'm sorry that I just said we'd wrap up, but one last thing. I mean, Brandon Knight is one of the best, I think, point guard options available this offseason. The Knicks need a point guard. Always comes back to the, always comes back to the Knicks, of yeah. course. <laughs> oh, it has to. We're in New York. They need a point guard. I was talking on Twitter uh, yesterday that... I was seeing and talking with some people. Brandon Knight might be a good option. There are some people who don't like Brandon Knight, and it, especially Bucks fans and mm-hmm. analytics people don't like Brandon Knight. Some or, or some sort some analytics don't like Brandon Knight. But I just he would have been a good option. I was I was really that was like my ideal next scenario was Brandon Knight, Okafor, and like Draymond Green, which which was a dream and it wasn't going to happen. But mm-hmm. now no more. I mean, you would think no more Brandon Knight. Yeah, you don't. You still don't know, but prob- probably not. We'll see what happens with that that whole situation in Phoenix. I mean, and also, I'm saying don't rule out, don't rule out the fact. Even though I'm I'm not personally buying that the Suns are are going to get better here because they just got rid of Isaiah Thomas and Goran Dragic, but don't buy out the don't don't rule out the fact that this team's still making the playoffs. I'm I'm I think they have a still have a good shot. Okay, that's with fair. Bra- with I, I disagree, Knight. but I I respect your opinion. I think it's it's not totally out of the realm of possibility. Brandon Knight has shown this year that he can be that same fourth quarter guy that Isaiah Thomas was. He can still score when he's not doing everything else well. You know whether it be assisting or rebounding, and they of course they're also losing Dragic, and they're not really they have Isaiah Thomas, but now. You know, there's no more three guard lineup, mm-hmm. really. I mean, you you now have time to to get your young guys. Yeah, um, absolutely. And going along with the Bucks thing, just uh, see a tweet here from Michael Carter Williams saying that I can't quote, I can't lie, I'm shocked. I, I love this city. Thank you for everything. I can honestly say I gave it my all. I wish Philly nothing but the best. So a nice, classy way to leave. He's probably pretty excited about going to oh, that yeah. Milwaukee, that up and coming Milwaukee team who has a brighter near future. And of course, the other thing, the happy ending here is Garnett. Going back yeah. to Minnesota for 20 games while Thad Young, who's what, just 26, just, just 26 years old. 26. I looked that up before, yeah. So while the Nets couldn't get rid of Lopez. At least there's a little hope there. I mean, Thad at Young. least for this season, he's a guy who's going to help him a lot more than Garnett was. They, You know what, too? They really need to get, because now they have Young and Plumlee and Lopez. What what the hell did they do there? It's, it's a weird situation. This trade deadline, I think, in one word, was weird and a weird situation. So, Kev, um, always a pleasure being with you. Of course, I'm glad we had this today. This the, was a fun time. It was, I'm glad we could share it with the, the listeners and yeah. with each other. It was a good time. This is this is. Of course, you might be listening to this pre-recorded, or, or you might be listening to this after the fact. So, I mean, that was someone who's listening to this a day from now. It'll be very fun to just kind of listen to us react and <laughs> just and bounce Twitter around all blow over the place. Up and, um, but we will be back. Let Let's see. Um, you want to do one this weekend, or or, or like maybe Monday? Uh, yeah, one of those days. Because we, need, sounds like we need to have time. We need to just have time to decompress and and just and relax. maybe see a couple of games with these new guys in the right. lineups, and then kind of start to talk about this deadline because way too much happened today. Yeah. And I, I think that I, we would have been really upset with ourselves. We didn't have this trade line special today. And you know mm-hmm. what? The big loser today, Matt Rosenfeld, for that, not being here. <laughs> that is the it's truth. It's Matt Rosenfeld for missing out on, on the pick and pot. So we'll be back. <laughs> 
pretty soon, it, it could be this weekend, Monday, um, don't rule out anything, but uh, until then, for Kev, Kevin, uh, Kenny Ducey here, not Kevin, people call me Kevin Ducey sometimes. Really? really don't like it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I've had paychecks with Kevin Ducey on them before. <laughs> That's a bummer. I'll give you that. Kevin Kelly right there. Kenny Ducey. At Kenny Ducey. You can follow me on Twitter. Plus Kenny Ducey on Cyberdust. And uh, go check out at, at WFUV Sports on Twitter. Thanks for being with us at this trade deadline special. You can continue to talk to us on those platforms about um, these these deals. And um, by the way, Woj, as we sign off, just said he left out. DJ Augustine going to the Thunder and the Oklahoma City Exchange. Uh, we heard that from Mark Stein, I think, first. So, or David Aldridge, one of those two. But anyway, continue to enjoy these uh, these news tweets and dusts, and uh, we'll see you later.